Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Guys, I am so excited to be back in our safe zone and to welcome you back for another fabulous discussion in our Whisperers Lounge. Yes, this is what we're calling it now, the Whisperers Lounge. Doesn't that sound so good? I tell you. Whisperers, do you have your cocktails or your mocktails? Oh, my goodness. Dustin is showing off with these fabulous cocktail mocktails. And listen, if you don't have your cocktail or your mocktail, I'm sorry to tell you, you are definitely missing out because he is bringing it. I'm so excited to have Dustin. He's our mixologist. He's our house mixologist. He is with us here at Whispers in a Bottle. And if you want to get your cocktail or your mocktail, make sure you click the live link that's in the description box and subscribe because I have to tell you, our community is dynamic and the newsletter is just chock full of yummy things. I'm telling you, we have upped our game for 2022 and the newsletter is filled with dynamic little Nick tidbits. I have to tell you, I enjoy it. I get mine every week as well, and I, I wait for it. And even though we do the editing, I am excited when it's finished and comes out. You know, I'm excited for you all to join the conversation, so please make sure you call in at 516-595-8091. Again, that's 516 595 8091 and whispers you know blog talk radio has our back they have put a live chat box in each and every episode so you can drop your questions your comments if you want me to reiterate something you just have to drop it in there and you know how your girl loves to moderate a good chat box and i'm so excited because guess what in our private zoom room We have the Diamond's Destiny. I'm excited over this group because literally uh, two, two and a half, maybe three years ago, I came and I spoke at their Diamond uh, Crystal Ball that they give. And they're out of New York City. And they're a dynamic women's group. They have uplifting. They encourage women that are trying to start their businesses. And they're doing fabulous things. So I have a connection. Diana is just brilliant. She's the the founder of the Diamond's Destiny. And it's for both of her daughters, Diamond and Destiny. And I think it's so cute, but I love them. And I'm so grateful to have you all here and that you're hosting Whispers in a Bottle in this fabulous group. So don't forget, I want you to call in at 516-595-8091. So you can join in on the conversation. If you have a question or a share, just feel free to call in. Are you ready to get into our show? You know how I love to start each and every one of our episodes with a clear meaning or a definition. So this isn't any different. We're going to get the meaning or the understanding of self 
reflection. Because don't just forget, our topic today is the power in self-reflection. So the meaning of self-reflection is this, meditation or serious thought about one's character, actions, and motives. Let me give it to you again. Self-reflection means meditation or serious thought about one's character, actions, and motives. Whisperer, self-reflection is a skill. And I have to tell you, it's a real skill, which is the ability to do something well, because that's what a skill is. And this is the ability to be aware of Y-O-U. Remember I told you 2022 and beyond is about we're going to level up and we're going to be moving ourselves into that growth mindset and opening up our minds to different dynamics. Well, to open our minds to different dynamics, it requires self-reflection. And it's a particular kind of awareness that is applied to yourself on many levels. So when you apply it to yourself, it's physical, it's mental, it's emotional, and spiritual. So let me give you that again. When you apply these different levels, It's from a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. And when we engage in self-reflection, we're developing what is known as an inner witness. Can I get a witness? Oh, my goodness. The people over here, the ladies over here in the chat box for the Zoom group, they say, yes, you got a witness. I love it. This is the ability to look at yourself even your own thoughts and even what is beneath the thoughts and emotions from a slight distance. Isn't that that powerful? So let me say it again because they said, could I reiterate that? So when we are engaging in self-reflection, okay, we're developing what is known as the inner witness. So it's ability that we're looking at ourselves. That's that you looking at you even your own thoughts and even what is beneath the thoughts and emotions from a slight distance. I know that's deep. I like to tell like my clients and different individuals, when we are having this self-reflection, it's much like we're standing and peering and looking, not just, not even just looking, but it's more so like a, a scrutinizing of ourselves in front of a mirror. Because when we peer into something, you know, that's like a deep look. Like you say, oh, are are you peering into this? Are you really examining this? So it's a deep look into something. And so we can take it all in, which we all know goes much deeper than just the surface or that outer appearance. So that's what we really do when we're looking and doing that self-reflection is taking that deep dive into self, like how I changed up my voice there, that really help you to understand how it has to fall in and how you have to look at yourself. And when, we self, or when we're doing self-reflection or we're self-reflecting, we're tapping on the deeper essence of ourselves. Now, I have to tell you, Whisperers, self-reflection is not something for the weak or the faint-hearted. 
It is not because you aren't fully ready to take that deep dive into yourself and your mindset isn't prepared for what it may be revealed to. It can be very disturbing. And so I always tell people before you start to really take on this essence of really that deep self-reflection is that you first have to start working on the things that are causing you to get that hang-up or maybe that you have a fear to really address and look at. Because remember last week we spoke about how fear is a superpower, and I gave you the beautiful example of how Will Smith really faced his fear. And it gave him a perspective because why I brought this up again is because he brought up about the self-reflecting that he had to do as he was going through that journey and as he was walking through that level of fear. And then he said he had to tap into a deeper essence of it to realize that some of the fears that he had were preconceived and different things that he had placed in his mind from when he was a child in West Philadelphia that would never come to fruition or never be a part of his, his DNA for success. But he had placed it there as that hiccup. But see, for him to have that self-reflection, he had to ask himself deep, deep questions. And see, and when we start doing that self-reflecting, it makes us have to peer through a window that might be a little murky. You ever notice, like, if you go somewhere and you go to, like, an old house, let's say an old house and they haven't been taking care of it very well or whatever, and you're looking at it, and let's say you go, you've seen this on Fixer Upper. If any of you all are HGTV fans, um, if you watch Fixer Upper, you know they go to some of these houses, and you kind of think to yourself, oh, you're going to buy that? I don't think so. But they have the windows, and they're kind of dirty, and they're, they're smog on them and everything. But as they peer through, they can see some brilliance inside of the, the building, and they can see something that it has great bones and structure. Well, it's the same thing that we do when we're doing that self-reflection. We're peering through that murky window, but there's that beautiful brilliance and that really great structure that's there, but it requires us to do some things. So in turn, what happens is that we have to go for the deeper dive. We can't be afraid. We can't step back. We can't be like, oh, I can't do this. Because then it doesn't allow us to really tap into it. So what helps is when we do this journey that you must be ready and you have to do the self-reflection of asking yourselves, who are you? You know, what are your core values? Um, who do you want to be? See, like questions that are going to be more uh, deeper than surface, you know, really tapping on the emotional, physical, mental health, well-being, personal growth elements of it. So self-reflection is something that I tell people you have to settle into. You have to kind of sit quietly in and just kind of allow yourself to come to center. And that's a difficult challenge for many people. And many people, when they hear these three questions, you know, of who are you, what are your core values, who do you want to be, 
or who do you think you should be? They think, oh, this is so simple. I can I can just answer this like da 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 da, and they just go like blurting this out. But it re- really requires you to fully break each of them down into smaller questions and focus on them one at a time. Because when you group it together and you just spill out these things, you're giving surface answers. You're not really giving the full thought, the full body of things. Always think about like even when you think of a full body, I always think about wine. Because, you know, wine they allow to rest. And they put this in the barrels and they set it up and they let it age just so that it, all the flavors meld together. And it has to rest in such a way that it's able that you can really taste the botanicals and the blooming of it and that you can really get the essence. Oh, wait, that, that's a little bergamot there and an orange. And wait, is that, is that, is that really like, is that a spice? And then lo and behold, you feel, realize, no, no. That's actually a niece and this, that. But it's the same thing with our lives when we're reflecting on ourselves and we're looking and peering in deeper. We have to let things kind of marinate a little bit. When we ask these questions, we have to sit for a moment and really let it come, that it comes to a blossom in us. That is not just a surface answer. This way you begin to... um, dissect the qualities that are deeper, not just those superficial qualities. You see, whisperers, self-reflection is an essential skill for personal growth. And without it, we walk around like unconscious and often reacting to others and even our own selves. How many times have you met a person or you see individuals that simply respond out of emotion? And they blurt out something that they so regret that they ever said or even that it came out. How many times, and even how many times maybe have you done that yourself, that you just have reacted in emotion and said something that you wish you could just draw back, pull back, and stuff it in? That's what it is. It's that that blurting out of things and then, you know, It helps me to realize that so many people need help in this area, how they respond, how they think, what they don't think about, and how self-reflection may assist them in choosing. Now, notice that word choosing, more healthy responses and changing behaviors, even thoughts that aren't working well, you have to really make like that conscious decision when it comes to matters of self-reflection. You know, with all that being stated, you know, I have to give you all a little uh, word of caution here, though. I really do, because sometimes I have these discussions, and as I'm doing them, things pop into my mind. And so I said, as I was talking just now, I need to tell you this. If self-reflection becomes obsessive, notice I said when it becomes obsessive, it can turn into self-judgment and self-sabotage. You know, it's so ironic because um, just a couple, just uh, this past week, we had the second half 
on the Roundtable of Intention, which is um, my show over on Clubhouse about overcoming self-sabotage. And one of the main things that I said in that discussion, and it was a great panel, I mean, like, you guys, you have to come over there because we're having some major discussions. And in that discussion, we had talked about how many times people start to really dwell on the negative of themselves because they get caught up on that little hiccup or that flaw. And it starts to just start from that little, you know, like think about it like the snowball that's rolling down the hill. It was small, but as it starts to roll down the hill, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, it's the same thing when you kind of keep on dwelling and obsessing over these things. So that's why I said it's a caution that I have to put there because when we start self-reflecting, we may see some of those flaws and become fixated on them that we become more critical, not just critical, but hypercritical of ourselves, that it debilitates us. And you start to see your, you forget to see your micro wins. And, you know, we always talk about celebrating your micro wins, celebrating your wins. But when you have it that it starts to overshadow everything, you start downplaying, you start criticizing even those micro wins that you did well with. So that's a caution right there I want to give first and foremost. Because as I was discussing this and talking to you just now, that really came into my mind. And see, sometimes that inner critic has very strong opinions, and it has a very strong voice, and sometimes we don't need to listen to it. This is when we need to harness the power of self-talk, and which, if you all recall our discussion back in October on right here at Whispers in a Bottle, I gave you four master keys during the power of self-talk. Remember, because I told you, you had to have these keys so you can master it and that you can open up the corridors and the doors and to the windows of your heart and your soul. And so the first one was to about personalizing. We do, don't want to do the self-blame game. And then we also did uh, magnifying. We said don't focus on the negative aspects of a situation, ignoring any and all of the positives. And then we said catastrophizing, catastrophizing, excuse me. You expect the worst and you rarely let logic or reason persuade you otherwise. And then we said it was polarizing. You see the world in black and white. There's nothing in between and no middle ground for processing and categorizing life events. So we don't want to do these things. And so when we do self-reflection, we don't want to become self-sabotaging in the way that we're looking at ourselves. And in the chat box, is this similar to self-sabotage? No, self-reflection is definitely nothing like self-sabotage at all. It literally is helping you to look at yourself, to see the qualities that you have, and to be able to elevate your mind, to elevate the way of the perspective of the things that you're looking at. It's even a mind, body, and soul 
kind of aspect when you are doing self-reflection. So to say that is this. Do you see how these powerful keys going go hand in hand with self-reflection? Because if we focus on that negative aspect and then we go back and we look at those negative aspects of what we don't want to do with the power of self-talk is pouring that negativity inside of us. You can see that harnessing self-talk and the power of self-talk in a positive way is going to elevate you. It's going to motivate you and move you out of your way. So if you need a refresher on that, go back and listen to the power of self-talk. I encourage you to please go back and listen to that episode. And that was from the October 22nd show. So this way you don't have to search forever in a day um, on Blog Talk Radio or if you're going to Apple. You can even put in the power of self-talk and it'll bring it up and it'll pop up and just go listen to it. Because this way you can actually harness that dynamic quality. And if you get these, the master keys that are in there that will help you to harness the power of self-talk, you will overcome all of these polarizing things that happen when you start to reflect on the negative. So that's why I wanted to make sure that I gave you all the caution because a lot of times when people start to do deep self-reflection, unfortunately, they fall into that little black hole, as I like to say, and they only focus on the negative. And I don't want you to be there because you can't have a growth mindset if you're down in the black hole. And 2022 and beyond is about that growth mindset because we are moving onward. We're moving up and we're elevating ourselves. See, the power or importance of self-reflection lies in its ability to assist you in creating positive change and not to bring you down. It's supposed to lead you toward better ways to support yourself, practice self-compassion. And how many times have I told you all about self-compassion, really being able to understand why it's so important And why it's so important to practice it. Because the self-compassion that we show to our friends and our families and our loved ones and associates is dynamic. And they appreciate you so much when you pour into them in such a positive manner. But on the other side of that table, you don't harness that self-compassion for yourselves. That when you see yourself and you see the flaw you just browbeat yourself and you kind of knock yourself. And that's not what it's about. See, self-reflection is being self-compassionate because when we have that self-compassion, we're able to start to realize what it is that is giving us the hiccup that is preventing us from the growth, from preventing us to pivot and then dynamically grow and change. See, this discussion is that powerful. You got to start listening to your inner self and not the inner self that's negative, the inner self that's positive, that's championing you, that's clapping its hands, that's roaring for you to be successful and loving on you 110%. 
self I want you to call on. That's the inner self that I want you to get used to hearing. See, if you want to experience the benefits of self-reflection and understanding how to tap into it correctly, allow me to work with you. Because if you're challenged with it and you really don't have the understanding and you're not really sure how to do this, look, there's a link in the description box. You can click that. It's a free consultation, free. You won't even have to pay for your consultation. And then when you see how I can help you, then you can sign up for the services. Because sometimes we need someone to just help us to direct us, to show us, and to keep us from feeling afraid from the things that may arise in that self-reflection. So I know I've talked a lot, and I know many of you may be wondering, what are the benefits, Sonia, to self-reflection? Well, you know, I always am here to tell you the benefits because I want you to understand and take away things in a dynamic way. So, you know, I have to give you the benefits. So first benefit of all is this. You get to start knowing your core values. And some of us, we know our values, but do you really know your core values? See, the deeper you go into your own self, the more easily you can identify your core personal values. When you know what matters most to you, it's easier to identify the why behind the choices you make, the company you keep, and the things you want to do with your life. See, so many times people are just doing things. They're just out here. Now, you even look at the celebrities. They're just living their life. They're kind of carbon copies of each other or they're Instagram Instagram famous and they're living and balling on the Instagram and everything. But then they don't know what their core value is. They don't know what they really stand for. And so many of them have depression and so many have anxiety because they don't know self and they don't know the core value that they stand for. So that's the one benefit that this does for everyone. The second thing is it helps you to understand your purpose and potential. (laughs) I love that one. Because knowing your unique potential and purpose begins with self-reflection. And so many people don't realize that. And the more conscious that we become, your strengths and weaknesses become more so of your stepping stones. And the more you can see what you're able to contribute and what you need to work on does not become this thing that's a struggle. It becomes the necessary factor for your success. And it doesn't stop you from your growth. I love this particular benefit. See, you're more likely to focus your energy when when you do your best and when you're being your best too. Because 
when we can understand our purpose and the potential, that is something that's at a higher level. It's a decimal registration register that is literally deafening. And it's vibrating at such a high registry that so many miss it because they, it's just piercing. But that's what makes you uniquely yourself. And it's a powerful thing. In discussions like this, I just, I love, because it births so much effects and feelings, and even the way that it penetrates and goes through my mind. Like, I sit and I study and I talk about these things, and when I'm starting to think about the show that I want to have, I have a loose outline of what I would like to bring forward. But when I get into it and I start talking to you all, it just starts to blossom in a way that is powerful. And I get so excited sitting here. Like, if you all could see me, like, my my face, I'm smiling. I'm just energized with this information that I'm sharing. And that's how self-reflection helps us to become. It energizes us. It gives us, like, that power booster that we get. You know, a lot of people drink that, um, the power drinks. But see, when we do self-reflection, it's the natural uptake. <laughs> Most people don't know that, but it is. And it just gives the balance to the brain, the soul, the mind, the heart. It just centers everything. It's just that powerful. Then the other thing is this. The other benefit it does is this. It gives us a big picture of thinking. The big picture. When you're aware of what matters most to you, notice I said, when you're aware to what matters the most to Y-O-U, the discussion is about you. It's not about Joe. It's not about Sam. It's not about, it's about you. It's like you and I are sitting here face to face and we are talking about you. And I love it. Because when you're aware of what matters the most, you're less likely to get sidetracked by pretty details. You're better able to put things into perspective. And your self-awareness will make it easier for you to stand outside yourself and your emotions as well as those of other people that may have that influence. And when you can do that, it's so much easier to be fully present without being overwhelmed. To me, like, this is the most important benefit here. Some of these are, like, so, like, spot on. Like, this is the, like, ding, 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 ding moment right here. The big picture. When you're aware of what matters most to Y-O-U, it's less likely that you'll get sidetracked by pretty details. I like that. Because everybody sometimes gets sidetracked. Oh, wow, that's shiny. You know, oh, I like that. That's pretty. But see, it's a sidetrack. It pulls you away. But see, when we get the harnessing of this, 
and we get the full understanding and the mastery. That's a great word, the mastery of it. It allows us to be fully present without us feeling overwhelmed. That's why I love these things. I love <laughs> discussions like these. I have to tell you guys, I could spend hours talking about this. I could, I literally could spend hours <laughs> and just geek out, just total geek out on you all. <laughs> the other thing that there's a benefit of this is this. It helps you in facing your fears. And you know how we spoke about last week about fear is our superpower. The more self-aware that we are, the more aware you become of what's holding you back and preventing you from growth, the more that you start running towards it, the more that you start harnessing it, and the more that you start to use it as the wind that that propels you to your success. Because that's what the superpower of harnessing and knowing what fear can be. And recognizing your fears for what they are. They're limited. They're limited. And we don't allow that to be our preventive medicine that will limit us from being great or being dynamic. We want to expound and expand our minds. And that's what it's about. You know, whispers. um, this made me think of something, too, because last month on the roundtable, we were discussing literally uh, the limiting, limiting thoughts. That was the discussion, and which they, we, we gave the definition of what limiting thoughts are. They're opinions that one believes to be the absolute truth, and they tend to be or tend to have a negative impact on one's life by stopping them from moving forward and growing on a personal and professional level. So as we grow in self-reflection and awareness, you'll want to face the fears and those limiting thoughts because if we don't face our limiting thoughts, it's always constantly going to be the hiccup or it's going to be the bump in the road or the great elephant that's standing in your living room and every other room that you go to and taking up all the space where you can't even move. I think like a lot of times when people have the limiting thoughts, it's because they're afraid of the possibilities. And it's sometimes that that possibility is, oh, they've struck out or they failed once before, and so it becomes that the fear overrides them. But if you think about every great person that has done something, from the Oprah Winfrey's to the Bill Gates to Steve Jobs to even the, the Tesla guy, they all have had fears and they've all have failed. And they've all failed greatly at things. But the difference is this. They didn't allow it to stop them. It was almost like they went back to the drawing board and they started to work on the blueprint again. And he started learning from the mistake, learning from the error, 
scrapping what worked, what didn't work, keeping what elements did work, putting them back into the plan, and relaunching it. And that is called faith, that you can overcome it. And that is what self-reflection helps us to do. See, that inner voice knows things, and it doesn't waste time on unimportant details. The more self-aware you are, the less distracted you are. You're likely to be by other people, not, not being distracted by other people's opinions, thoughts, feelings, emotions. Not being running constantly. So it's all these things. Yes, just like George Washington Carver, just like it. And see, these are people that you know and that you've heard about, that you've seen. And that's the thing, because we know the stories. We see the people. But do you learn from the example? Or do you see it and you just go, oh, well, that was a good story. Well, okay. And you keep pushing on to whatever it is, and you still allow yourself not to sit in the moment to reflect. So, Now that you really understand the benefits of reflection, I want to give you some tips to put it into play on a daily basis. Because I can give you all the benefits in the world, but how do you implement it? You have to do something just many many don't do, and it's this. You have to schedule your daily self-reflection time. You have to schedule it. See, I cannot begin to say how important this first step is because we schedule a little bit of everything and anything in our day-to-day lives. We do. We got so much going on in our lives that it's not even funny. One day I looked at my schedule and I was like, oh, my goodness. And one day I had, like, so much going on on one day that I thought to myself, well, am I going to get to eat lunch? See? That's how complicated and hectic things are in our lives. And we start putting all these other things. But you don't set out time for the essential parts in your life. And see, self-reflection is an essential part to your growth. So it's easy to skip because it's just not there. Out of sight, out of mind. Poof, gone. I suggest to clients is this that you set this when you can give it your full attention. Because, see, self-reflection is something that is not just surface. So you can't just be like two seconds, oh, well, oh, yes, that, oh, I'm so, no, that's not how it works. So I tell my clients that when you want to do this, you want to give yourself a moment that you can etch out time. And don't do it when you're overtired. So if you've worked a very long week, you've had to run with the kids, you've had to go and you've cooked dinner for yourself and everybody else and grocery getting and everything, that is not the time. But when you have time, set a reminder and have your clear intent set to do this so you can have success. 
And only you can say where you have 30 minutes to be able to sit for self. And only you can say when you can etch out that time for self. So this has to be a part of even like your self-care, which I told you before is not selfish. You guys got to get that down. The next thing is you have to challenge yourself, meaning this. Challenge yourself with difficult questions. If you can't answer those hard questions at first or at that time, I suggest you write them down so you can come back and focus and reflect on what you need to take away or pour into those challenging questions. You know, don't bombard yourself. Now, this is the thing. I don't want you to bombard yourself uh, with a ton of these difficult questions. Give yourself one at a time and answer it honestly with a total transparency. And I have to let you guys know something. I'm actually developing something great that will help you all. And it's uh, going to be like almost like a little journal and it's called the power. I'm going to call it like uh, the, the power of self, of self-reflection or reflection of the journey, something like that. I'm coming up with it. It's going to be out soon, but it's going to have questions in there that is going to help you to walk through this journey and help you to really kind of deep dive and settle into the self-reflection that you need to do. And then if you want to work with me one-on-one, you can always do that, where we will just go and we'll deep dive into it. And I can ask you the questions, give you the homework, and then you can go and we'll come back the next week and we'll dive into it. But this is going to be something that's powerful. So if you uh, if you want to get get this journal that I'm going to be developing, and it's going to be out very soon, make sure that you're a part of our community Subscribe to the newsletter because, of course, all of our whispers are always notified of everything first and foremost through there because we stay in, on top of there. Also, make sure that you're following me on our social media platforms because that's the other side that gets to know things when it's launched and ready to go. So make sure you're a part of that. So. I'm not going to spend much time on that, but I want to let you all know that it is something that I'm developing for you because so many of my clients that have worked with me with regards to this um, have all said, you know, you should do a journal, and I agree. I am going to do the journal, and I'm going to put together the questions that will help you to go through this journey. The other thing is this, that you all need to do that is a part of your routine and your daily habit. And all of my clients that are listening, everyone that knows me should actually be almost saying it before I say it. Journal every single day. You need to be journaling. I can't begin to tell you all how important this is. I just can't. Journaling will accelerate the benefits of self-reflection by singularly um, signaling your, um, your brain to pay closer attention to your questions and answers, as well as any observations and insights that you may write down. See, what you all don't realize, there's power in your journals. And so many times people don't get that. And it's just 
profound how many times I have to struggle with clients to really do their journaling. Because when you journal, it helps you to get clarity. And it puts it front and center for that frontal lobe to be able to digest it and help you to move through things. Now, if you're struggling with journaling, let me tell you one thing that may help you. I challenge you to do a 30-day journal of gratitude. Every day, you must write down five things you are grateful for. And not just list them, but really write down what you're grateful for and why. Because, see, it's going to help you to have that self-reflection into gratitude, which is going to help you to pivot it into the next step of your self-reflection. Because you may actually write something there that you need to tap deeper into, and that is why we need to journal. And all my clients that are listening, if you're not journaling by the next appointment, please be journaling. I'm just going to tell you right now. (laughs) So that's one thing. The next thing is, look, the benefit of everything is that consider counseling. A lot of times you need help. A lot of times we need different things and different people to really help us to break into or break free of so we can expand and expound our mind. And that's why I'm so always tapping into you all as well. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of times people look at counseling or even coaching as like a negative, and it's not. And you have to stop having those old mindsets and thoughts in that way because it doesn't help you. It keeps you stagnant. And it's just something I want you to realize is not going to hinder you. It really is going to help you. So these are some practical ways of starting to really deal and to harness that technique of self-reflection. And I know a lot of people that I work with, and when they start doing it, they all speak about they start to meditate. And they start their breathing exercising because in that moment of them taking that time to breathe and just focusing on themselves, they're able to really tap into a deeper quality of themselves. I have clients that have told me that as they started to do this, it's even caused them to even well up with emotion. And they wasn't really sure why it was causing it. Because it brings forth that mindfulness. It brings forth that space of that clarity and that quiet in that moment. And sometimes in that subconscious mind, there is something there, but it's allowing you to come back in center and allows you then to really engage with it in a healthy way. So, I have to tell you, I love, love talking to you all about this. And the other thing that I want you all to remember is this. And this this one, I think, is one of the important things that I want you to remember, too. Just don't overdo it. Don't overwhelm yourselves. Don't spend so much time in, like, introspection 
that you don't get anything else done. And many times people get so caught up on focusing on every little thing that they lose perspective. <laughs> perspective. Wow. So let me just tell you guys this. Um, so I told you I'm on Clubhouse. And yesterday I do a co-host room and it's on elevating your marriage. And our discussion yesterday was on elevating your marriage when boredom hits. And one of the panelists shared uh, that when you have perspective, it gives us a certain attitude towards something, which in turn leads us to have choices, and we all can make a choice to engage or disengage. That point was so powerful to me, and it fits so well right here in this discussion Because we have a choice. We have a choice that if we decide and if we choose to really self-reflect and become better people, we have a choice to really get clarity of mind, and we have a choice of really reflecting and developing our core values and our perspectives that are true to who we are. I just, like, sometimes things just connect with me, just just hit me in such a dynamic way. And I'm always thinking about things. You know, self-reflection is just that. It's about us. It's about you. It's about you. It's about me when I'm sitting in that moment. It helps you to realize who you are what you stand for, where you want to be in your life journey. It gives you clarity, the quality of being coherent. That's what clarity is, the quality of being coherent, being logical and consistent in our day-to-day lives. How many times have we met people that were just like, oh, my goodness, they're just so illogical? (laughs) We even say it. I have to tell you all, I have spent like – countless hours and time and self-reflection even at a young age like my sibling could tell you that I would just sometimes just be laying on the floor I was a very quiet child I didn't have a lot to say I was always just kind of in deep thought but a lot of times I was just really in deep reflection just thinking about things and wondering about things and tapping into Sonia Lorray And I have to tell you, that's why I feel that I really know myself and I had a clear foothold, came to know myself. And then another time that I've had to sit and really quietly reflect and to really get the harnessing and dynamics of this person is when my mom died. Because that's a whole other dimension. It's a whole other space that it takes you to. But you have to sit in the moment so you can find that person, which is you. And I had to sit there for that clarity and to that hear that voice start to echo that I could hear it and I could identify it. And it told me, Sonia, get up, start running. 
And I told you all yesterday, I told you last week, I mean, about that, facing that fear. Because it was the clarity and literally the self-reflection that had to happen. So, so many of us are running away from it. But you got to run towards it so we can harness it, so we can have it, and that we can capture it and use it to our strengths. That we can have it as the stepping stones to the leveling up that we're doing. That we can move forward in 2022 with a growth mindset and a clear, clear bell on who we are. You know, whispers, I have to tell you, self-reflection is something that takes patience. Self-reflection takes time. It requires honesty with all elements of yourself. And you have to be willing to do the work. And so if you're not committed to it yet, you need to ask yourself and reflect on why. And that question might be one of the hardest ones that you'll answer. But if you can answer the why, it will open up the doorway to the rest of it. So I've really really have enjoyed this discussion. And I could go on and on even more. I feel like there's so much more that I could say, so much more that I could share. But, you know, this is our time. We're here together. I so appreciate you all being here and always allowing me to come into your safe zone, to have these dynamic discussions, to pour into you all. You don't know how much it means to me and how much I appreciate you all. Because, Whisperers, you all gave me a voice and a place and a space, and that's what I love most. And I have to thank the beautiful ladies in my private Zoom room, the Diamond Destiny. The chat box has been blowing up. They've been putting hearts in it. They're like, yes, speak on it. I got to tap in deeper. Oh, my goodness, I didn't realize what self-reflection really required. Maybe I have to go back and look at it and try it again. I'll be tapping into you, Sonia. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, ladies. It's just wonderful to have you all here. Thank you for the support in the chat box over here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm always so grateful to have you here, grateful to have you a part of the show. It's just dynamic. So listen. You know, I always say to you guys, if you have questions or you have comments, feel free to email us at info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. Wait, email us at info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. And if you have questions or you have suggestions, topics, email us. I would love to hear it. I would love to even consider it. You know, I'm open to it. You know how I tell you guys, engage with me. Come and talk to me. With that being said, come get social with me. Come over to social media. I'm on Instagram. You can find me at whispersinabottle underscore podcast on Instagram. You can join our fabulous Facebook group, which don't forget, we're going to be doing office hours, which is going to be a monthly live over on our Facebook page. So you're going to follow us at Whisper in a Bottle at uh, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash whisper in a bottle. No S on that. You can also join me on Twitter 
at Whispers, that's capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. Must put it in that way because a lot of you still say you can't find us because you're putting it in wrong. So again, that's capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. Make sure you come back next week for another dynamic discussion and invite your friends and your family to come in and to have a cocktail mocktail with us as we have our fabulous discussions. So listen, this is Whisper Model, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Loray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Guys, Please be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Check on your loved ones and have a fabulous weekend. Cannot wait for us to come back in this safe zone again next week. All right, guys. Have a good one. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.